Welcome to Straight Up Small Business, the podcast for startup and scaling up entrepreneurs who are ready to take their business to the next level of profit. I'm Beck Buchanan, an accountant turned virtual bookkeeping business owner. I'm super passionate about small business and helping entrepreneurs fall in love with their numbers in order to achieve their goals. If you ever feel confused, unsure, or overwhelmed about the financial side of your business, then you've come to the right place. This podcast covers bookkeeping, finance, and small business topics discussed in a straight up way. My goal for each bite-sized episode is to inform and inspire you to make the next best decision in your business backed by financial know-how so you can create the business of your dreams. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes and let's dive in. Before we kick off, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the Bundjalung Nation, whose country I am on while recording this episode. I respect their elders from the past, present, and those emerging as the traditional custodians of this beautiful land. So wherever you're listening to this today, I acknowledge the lands on which you are and those First Nations people who lived and worked there for over 70,000 years. Welcome to Straight Up Small Business. This is episode 60. And at the time of recording, it's the end of quarter three in the 2022-23 financial year. So we have three months left until end of financial year or 30 June. My VA asked me last week, Britt, I love you by the way if you're listening, What's the deal back with end of financial year anyway? Should I care about it or is it just for accountants? I thought, what a good point. Here I am thinking everyone running a business cares about 30 June when really many entrepreneurs may have no idea why accountants are celebrating. And truth bomb, accountants aren't actually celebrating despite the champagne photos on social media posts. They are more realistically commiserating because 30 June indicates the time has passed for them to take any sort of substantial holiday for the next quarter or beyond, to be honest. The best way I can explain the deal with end of financial year is it's the official line in the financial sand for your business. The financial year in Australia is 1st of July to 30 June and during this time your business will earn revenue and incur expenses and the net result of those things will be a profit or a loss situation. Profit means you earned more than you spent, loss means that your business spent more than you earned. The goal of a business is to make a profit. You might have a tax strategy where the aim is to minimize profit in order to pay less tax, but generally speaking, a business exists to make a profit, and I encourage you to aim for profit. Even if you need to pay tax, which can hurt sometimes, you are still going to be taking home more cash if you're in a profit situation than if you're making a loss. So with three months to go until 30 June rolls around, I ask you, Do you know where your profit stands at present and are you on track to achieve your financial goals this year? If you don't have a goal or a budget, then I encourage you to put one in place at least for next financial year and do go and listen to one of my prior episodes on budgeting for more details around that. Now is the ideal time to take stock of things and put plans in place for the next three months to achieve your goals or shoot the financial lights out in a way that satisfies you at least so that you know that you had a good hard go. 
To give you an idea about my business, we are not quite where I hope to be on the profit front. We're about 30K short of the revenue I was hoping to bring in this year and expenses have been higher than I anticipated back when I initially set our budget. A lot of this was intentional and on purpose, like our new branding that I decided upon in November. But regardless, we are missing the mark on profit. But with three months to go, I am in the driver's seat of my business and I see us closing the gaps or at least giving it a red hot crack. And if we don't succeed, it's no problem. Mortgages and bills don't depend on it. The result will just inform next year's budget. But I thought it would be good in this episode to give you some tips for making more profit in your business in the next three months and well beyond that. So here are my five actionable tips. Number one, review your pricing upwards. You should review your prices regularly, at least every year if you're a service-based business and more regularly than that if you're a product-based business because you are at the whim of changing raw materials and freight costs, among others, all the time. With high inflation at the moment and rising costs of living generally, if you don't increase your business prices, then you will be earning less in real terms than you did last year because the dollar you are earning now will not buy as much as it did previously. But don't just increase your prices haphazardly. Do the work behind the price change so you understand why the increase is appropriate. In my business, I'm currently looking at timesheets versus revenue and working out whether our realization rate per client per month is acceptable. Because we have bookkeeping packages, but we still track whether those packages return a reasonable hourly rate. I'm also looking at our business expenses and how they have moved so I can justify why some of this needs to be passed on through our fees, for example, insurance. I'm also checking bookkeeper salaries in the market to ensure my staff are paid above award wage and looking at how that impacts our bottom line. In terms of my programs and courses, I will ask for feedback from students as to whether they feel the programs were valuable for the price paid. And as is generally accepted market practice, a second round of any of my courses will always go up in price. If you're a product-based business, you need to review raw materials, manufacturing, warehouse, shipping, rent, and staff costs, among all the other costs. Remember when lettuce was $12 late last year? Well, if you're a cafe who puts lettuce on sandwiches for customers, then I really hope you adjusted the sandwich price to cope with the cost of that lettuce or the food arm of your business will not be looking so profitable this 30 June. Please don't charge the same price for your products year on year if you're not sure if those prices are profitable for your business. Okay, number two point is cross-sell and upsell your products and services. A great way to increase revenue is to cross-sell and upsell to clients and customers you already have. It's the, would you like fries with that question McDonald's staff ask? Speaking from experience, we get in a bit of a groove and a funk with doing the same thing day in, day out, and forget to remind those valuable people right under our noses of all the wonderful things that we can do and offer in our business. As a bookkeeper, that could look like, I've noticed your cash flow is a bit stressful right now. Would you like me to do a cash flow forecast for you that you can maintain every week and give you comfort that you know what's around the corner? 
that's cross-selling to our clients. And it's good to do because one, you're deepening the relationship with your customers and clients. And two, it often won't cost you any more to provide the cross-sell or the upsell. Ideally, it will be using team you already have working or products that you have already purchased to sell. Number three is review and reduce expenses. So I've talked about revenue. The other side of profit is expenses. And a very easy way to increase your profit is to reduce your expenses. Every year, ideally when you set a budget, you should go line by line across all of your expenses and see what you can ditch or reduce. Today, I saw that Canva have introduced a whiteboard function because they emailed me about it and I thought, right, that's it. I'm ditching my Miro or Miro, I don't know how to say it, subscription because I can do the same thing in Canva now. I also have a Dropbox subscription and a Google Drive subscription. So I will be consolidating these into one rather than paying for two applications that do the same thing. And even though we love Adobe at Straight Up Bookkeeping, we currently pay for three of us on my team to have access and we definitely don't get the value of the price of three subscriptions. So we'll be reducing our subscriptions down to one. It's seemingly small actions like these that can have a significant impact on your profit across the span of a year. Those three actions alone will save my business $1,500 and I can just take that home as profit if I like or reinvest it back into the business, but that's a substantial sum that's worth doing this exercise for. On that note, check your monthly subscriptions. There might be ones that you have forgot you're even paying for. And this is just throwing money out the window if you're not getting the value of the expense. And lastly, it's worth saying that when re-entering into new engagements or agreements, question the price and look elsewhere if appropriate. Insurance, consultants, contracted work, get three quotes and query the cost. Make sure you're getting the best deal and be the master of your expense situation. Number four tip is do a project piece of work. It might be a bit late in the financial year to make this one happen before 30 June, but spend some time thinking outside the box of your usual business as to what you could do to bring significant sums of money in. It might be dedicating your efforts to an affiliate program. I have clients who bring in thousands per month being a Kajabi affiliate, for example, or it might be creating a course or a program or an ebook or a written book that you can sell to complement your current product or service suite. Or it might be having a flash sale or a stock take sale for your products and services to clear out the old wood and make some money along the way. In my business, I've bought in close to 40K this year thanks to projects like this. And whilst it's not enough to retire on, there is a lot of potential to grow this arm of my business out, which I intend to do. And all of that money is really profit because it's just me writing and delivering training, which is far less costly and complicated than bringing on, say, five new clients and training staff on how to service those clients. Look, that's my business and yours will be different, but have a think about something you could do in your business to really move the profit needle forward in a substantial way. Think, am I leaving money on the table somewhere where my skills or services or goods are not being utilized or sold in some way that they could be? And number five tip is keep things simple and stay up to date. This one is a bit left field, but I see business owners overcomplicating things in their business. 
They put business transactions on their personal card and personal transactions on their business card and they purchase things on a credit card that then they can't pay off and end up paying interest on it. And they open six bank accounts thinking this is going to solve cash flow problems, but then their bookkeeping becomes so overwhelming that they don't do it regularly or at all. And then they don't have up-to-date financials and thereby don't know if they're making a profit or not. And then they make suboptimal business decisions. So I encourage you to keep things simple. Have a business bank account, have a savings account, get a business credit card, but only if you know you can pay it off. Keep your receipts, bookkeep regularly, set a budget, track your actuals to the budget, look at your financials and stay up to date with your activity statements and tax returns. If you do these things, you will make more profit because your business will make sense. You will know your numbers. You won't be worried about surprise cash flow issues coming at you around the corner and you will make great decisions as a result. To recap, my five tips to bring more profit into your business are review your pricing upwards, cross sell and upsell your current services or products, review and reduce your expenses Do a project piece of work to bring extraordinary money in and keep things simple and up to date. I hope these tips help and inspire you. I'm literally applying these tips in my own business over the next month. I invite you to join me in the process. Have a wonderful week and I will catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, I'd be so grateful if you left a review. And if you're not already, please connect with me on Instagram. My handle is straight up underscore bookkeeping. And if you'd like to know more about how I can help you be successful in running your small business, please check out my website, straightupbookkeeping.com.au for details around my signature bookkeeping and zero course, Bookkeeping It Real, and also my done for you bookkeeping services. Thanks again and see you next week.